Parnaso. So this morning we re- return to the beginning of the cycle. Return there for our first time. Try to bring as much freshness to it as we can as we return to the practice of cultivation of loving kindness, focusing on ourselves with these four questions, each of them inviting a type of vision, a vision quest, as we venture into the realm of possibilities. So as we get to know our own minds better, and I think a lot of us have had a perhaps a steep learning curve over the last three weeks in that regard, seeing some of the, the promise, but also many of the obstacles, the challenges that arise when we face our own minds without an aesthetic which is pretty much what this mind center is for, mind without mediation, right? Um, as we do so, then we get a clearer sense of what we'd love to be free of, quite clearly. And maybe some glimmerings through your own practice, through reflections, through the teachings, getting a clearer and clearer sense of some of the possibilities of exploring, of manifesting our own internal resources. So this practice of envisioning our own well-being, bringing forth a heart's desire, envisioning what would bring us the greatest happiness, attending to it, imagining imagining it to be realized here and now, it has a, something of a parallel with Vajrayana practice, Vajrayana practice, which has a general characteristic of all of Vajrayana, that I mentioned, including Dzogchen, and that is taking the fruit as the path. So it's not being so methodical, not being so cautious, not so being locked into the present with an awareness of the limitations of the past. All of that is there. We acknowledge it. But really allowing for a boldness to venture where you have not, never gone before, exploring into, exploring, attending to possibilities in the future, aspiring for them, and inviting them into the present, inviting them into the realm of actuality by the power of imagination. So, very large. It's very me- the very meaning of life itself. So we begin with a boom, or a big, with a big deal. To share with you some of my own vision, that as I do this practice, you might have noticed, you might have surmised that I practice, do my best to practice what I'm teaching. To my mind, just two things really come to mind. And one is reaching and following the path to perfect awakening. And the other one is helping other people to do so. Not much more when I think what I really want. I can do without ice cream. I like it, but I, if I never see an ice cream cone again in my life, I really won't think about it much. And that goes for kind of more or less everything else. And I do feel very strongly that where we're poised in history right now is one of those critical junctures. It's not like 50 years ago or 100 years ago or 200 years ago. And where we are right now, I strongly suspect, it's not going to be at all like where we'll be 50 years from now or 100 years from now. Those of us who've been devoting ourselves to practice, Morgan, Anela, Andrea, a number of us here, for some decades, we've seen a lot of water flow under the bridge. 
We've seen attentive teachings that were take, took place 30 years ago, 40 years ago. We know it's available, what has been available. We are also aware of what's becoming decreasingly available. What is perfectly available is getting a little bit of this and a little bit of that. There's no doubt, you know, even if you live a long life, you'll still have opportunities to receive empowerments of this and teachings on that and a three-month retreat here and, and so forth. That'll go on. No, no sweat. No worries if you just want to have a smattering of Dharma practices, a nice smorgasbord. It'll be available for a long time. No crisis there. If you want to study Dharma, no problem. Seven-year master's programs here, Geshe program there, Kemble training there. It's not going to vanish in the near future. No sweat. You can go to sleep now. It's not going to vanish. But a path... a path of liberation, a sequence of practices that really vanquish mental afflictions, set you on a path to awakening and carry you all the way to its culmination. Not many, not too many people teaching that nowadays or giving practical guidance along the way. Not that many. Not to, maybe I'm missing something, but I don't see it much. I've received such teachings. I'm not making them up. I don't make up anything significant. I add my little stories here and there, but that's about all I got to offer. In terms of the core teaching, these are the ones I've received. His Holiness, Geshe Ngan Taige, Geshe Rapten, Oh, Genlam Rinpan, and so on and so on. So I'm not passing on anything new, but I am passing on something that I think is of tremendous value. Of a real path. And it's available now, and there are teachers now, still alive, people like Yang Tanamaji and others, who can really offer that guidance. And so when I think of my own passions, what would I love to offer to the world? Come back and say it again. The one thing that really seems to be missing, and I just wrote to His Holiness about that this morning, because I received an email from Klaus that catalyzed a lot of things. Unless there's unless there's one or more places for people from around the world, it's got to be international or count me out. If it's just for Americans, I'm not going to do it. If it's just for Mexicans, I'm not going to do it. If it's just for anybody, any one group, I'm not going to do it. It's got to be international. It's got to be open, open in all directions. But a place where people can come and practice in a conducive environment for a sustained period, for as long as it takes, to achieve shamatha, to achieve vipassana, bodhicitta, See the long Vajrayana path. If you if you're drawn to Dzogchen, text it in Turkey. Finish the job. An environment where this is all designed to help people do that. So that's my passion. I can only contribute, but I want to contribute all I can. So. So if you want to make my offering valuable, meaningful, then do at least one or two things. Better both. Apply yourself to the path. Liberate yourself. If I can help you, I'm happy to do so. To achieve liberation. Awaken. And if you can contribute to creating, helping to create such an environment, that would be fantastic. If you can do both, all the better. So, I've just shared my heart with you. Let's practice.
to set out on upon a long journey. You should first see that your affairs are in order. If you have a vehicle, you check to see that the vehicle is in good working order. So we're setting out on a long journey and our bodies, speech and mind are the vehicle. Settle them in their natural states. Then, if you will, raise the first question. What would make you truly happy? Provide you with a sense of fulfillment, the realization of your innermost heart's desire.
Envision it with all the richness you can. And then with every out-breath, breathe life into this vision. Fill it with the light from your heart. Aspire for it in the spirit of loving-kindness. And breath by breath, imagine drawing this vision from the realm of possibility into the present world of actuality.
raise the second question in order to find the fulfillment that you seek. What would you love to receive from the world around you? Hedonically, which of course is very important. And what would you love to receive from others in order to find genuine happiness and its perfection? With each in-breath, imagine drawing in in the form of light all that you truly need that is freely given from our fellow sentient beings, a light of blessings and guidance from the awakened ones. With each in-breath, imagine this light converging in on from all sides. As you arouse this yearning, may I receive all that I truly need to proceed on this path. And from breath to breath, imagine receiving here and now all that you truly need.
And then pose the third question, for which we may gain greater and greater clarity with each day of practice. In order to realize your heart's desire, from what qualities would you love to be free? With what qualities would you love to be endowed? How would you love to transform and mature, evolve, so that you can become the person you'd love to become. With each outbreath, breathe life into this vision. Fill it with a light from your heart. And breath by breath, imagine this vision being actualized in the present moment.
and raise the fourth and final question in order to imbue your own life with as much meaning as possible, to provide you with the greatest sense of fulfillment. What would you love to offer to the world around you, to those who are near and far, over the short term and the long term? What is the greatest good you can offer? And in the spirit of loving kindness for yourself, intertwined with others, with each out-breath, Imagine the light from your heart taking on the forms of all that you would love to offer. And imagine offering your very best. Release all appearances and aspirations. Let your awareness rest. It's in its own primordially pure nature, naturally free, naturally awake.
on us. I remember back in the 60s, during the Vietnam era, there were so many people fighting for peace. And the we hippies came up with the notion, it wasn't me, but somebody, one of our group, came up with the notion, there is no way to peace. Peace is the way. And so, maybe there's no way to freedom, either. Freedom is the way. So, from moment to moment, let your mind be as free of obscuration as possible. And you can't go wrong. Enjoy your day.